We have been in this series that I have titled Principles in Ruth. Today will be the third week. In the first message, Consider Your Choice, we looked at the principle of choosing. That if you do not make a godly decision in the process of considering your choice, you may miss God's best, mess up someone's blessing, or make unnecessary burdens. In the second week, we looked at what will your testimony be, recognizing that our life can be characterized and described by the choices we make. And we discovered in looking at the personalities of Naomi, Oprah, and Ruth that they become the prototype of what our life testimony could be. Would it be characterized by animosity and pity like Naomi? Would it be characterized by apostasy and duplicity like Orpah? Or would it be characterized with appreciation and loyalty like Ruth? My prayer is that every follower of Jesus would have a life testimony that was characterized by appreciation and loyalty. Today, I want to look at the subject, a person of character, and we'll be looking at the first 13 verses of Ruth chapter 2. Have you ever looked at another believer and wondered, why are they so blessed? Wondering that while at the same time looking at yourself, feeling as if God's blessings always seem to bypass you. I'm not talking about comparing your life to another person. I'm talking about honestly looking at yourself and wondering, why don't things ever work out in my favor? Why can't I get a lucky break? In Ruth chapter 2, we are introduced to Boaz. God gave Boaz an exalted, exclusive, and envied place in history. Boaz would be in the lineage of King David and Jesus, the Messiah. Things were certainly working out in his favor. Yet Boaz didn't know it, and God never told Boaz of his intent to use him. Begs me to ask the question, why did God do this for Boaz? There's a subtle principle here, beloved, that is echoed throughout all of Scripture. And that is that God blesses a person of character. Boaz is an example for us of what a person of character looks like. He was godly in commitment, guided in choice, and gracious in conduct. Are you a person of character? Let's look at the text. Now, Naomi had a relative of her husband's a worthy man of the clan of Elimelech, whose name was Boaz. And Ruth, the Moabite, said to Naomi, Let me go to the field and gling among the ears of grain after him, in whose sight I shall find favor. And she said to her, Go, my daughter. So she set out and went and gleaned in the field after the reapers. And she happened to come to the part of the field belonging to Boaz, who was of the clan of Elimelech. And behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem, and he said to the reapers, The Lord be with you. 
And they answered, The Lord bless you. Then Boaz said to his young man who was in charge of the reapers, Whose young woman is this? And the servant who was in charge of the reapers answered, She is a young Moabite woman who came back with Naomi from the country of Moab. She said, Please let me glean and gather among the sheaves after the reapers. So she came, and she has continued from early morning until now, except for a short rest. Then Boaz said to Ruth, Now listen, my daughter, do not go to glean in another field or leave this one, but keep close to my young women. Let your eyes be on the field that they are reaping and go after them. Have I not charged the young men not to touch you? And when you are thirsty, go to the vessels and drink what the young men have drawn. Then she fell on her face, bowing to the ground, and said to him, Why have I found favor in your eyes, that you should take notice of me, since I am a foreigner? But Boaz answered her, All that you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband has been fully told to me, and how you left your father and mother and your native land and came to a people that you did not know before. The Lord repay you for what you have done, and a full reward be given you by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. Then she said, I have found favor in your eyes, my Lord, for you have comforted me and spoken kindly to your servant, though I am not one of your servants. What a tremendous story. Boaz, an example of a person of character. So that we, the recipients of scripture, God's word, might have a prototype of what a person of character looks like. The first thing I want us to see is to be a person of character. You and I must be godly in our commitment. We must be godly in our commitment. We must be godly in our commitment. I want to show it to you in several verses as we look at Boaz in greater detail. Boaz is described in Ruth chapter 2 verse 1 as a worthy man, a worthy man. Uh, in Hebrew, it's two words which are to be taken together to describe worth. However, to get a better sense of what the word of God is saying, we need to look at these words individually. Uh, there is a manak, an accent that lets us know we read the two words together. And the first word is gabor, and the second word is hayil. Gabor uh, carries with it the sense of being mighty. It is an attribute used to describe one who fights for his people. He stands up for them. The second word, hayil, means to have the resource and in particular wealth. In our culture, to describe a person who 
uh, stood up for their people and had the resource to back it. We might would use the term a person of influence, a person of affluence, because they have the means and the power to back up. It's that sense, that notion that we get about Boaz. As we look at verse 5, it says, Then Boaz said to his young man who was in charge of the reapers, this phrase in charge carries with it the weight of the wealth of Boaz. This word is used to describe the organization and the ranks of the reapers sort of like a person who is in charge of a military unit. In other words, this was not a small team, but a large team. And these were people who were employed by Boaz. He was worthy. He was wealthy. Having had fields that could be gleaned and resources to hire people to go out there and glean them. Then in verse 8, we get a sense of his wisdom. In verse 8, he says, My daughter, do not go to glean in another field. Keep close to my young women. Now, I want you to see how all of this works together, this wisdom, this wealth, and the notion of him being worthy. Boaz is related to Elimelech. Elimelech's widow, Naomi, has a daughter-in-law, Ruth. Boaz now, looking at two women whose future is bleak because the outlook of women was pertaining to the men in their life. Naomi is a widow, Ruth is a widow. All they have is each other. But because Boaz is part of the family lineage of Elimelech, he moves to serve as a provider and protector for Ruth and Naomi. Now, knowledge is based on education that comes from a secular society, but wisdom is based on education that comes from Scripture. In Deuteronomy 24, verse 19, the Bible says, When you reap your harvest in your field and you forget a sheaf in the field, you shall not go back to it. It shall be, watch this, for the sojourner, that would be Ruth, for the fatherless, and for the widow, that would be Ruth and Naomi. Here's the kicker. That the Lord, the covenant-keeping God, the Almighty himself, may bless you in all the work of your hands. Boaz is godly in commitment. He's committed to doing what's right by his people with his power being a provider and a protector. As a businessman, he's not going to take advantage of an opportunity just for self-gain, but he's going to use his power and his influence, his affluence, to affect change in the life of Ruth for the better and to indirectly affect the life 
of Ailey Malek's widow. Some people allow business or opportunity to affect their commitment or their ability to commit, not Boaz. He's a person of character. Do you allow an opportunity to make money, an opportunity to take advantage of a weaker or more helpless person? Do you use that to your own advantageous gain? Or are you a person of character, godly in commitment, where you would use your influence and affluence, you would use your wisdom, your wealth, you would be worthy to make a difference in the life of somebody who does not have the ability to, pro to repay and extend to them the steadfast love of God working through you. Are you a person of character? Are you godly in commitment? To be a person of character, the second thing we see is we must be guided in choice. We must be guided in choice. What guides your choice? What governs your choices? Boaz, in his choice, was guided by two things. First, the facts concerning Ruth. Let me show it to you in verse 2, 11. Boaz says, all that you have done has been fully told to me. Boaz knew all of the facts concerning Ruth. That's a good example and model for us, that whenever decisions and choices have to be made, we ought to begin with an investigation of the facts, not just partially, but all, as much as that are available to us. We need to get rid of the notion, if I knew then what I know now, and sometimes investigation certainly can help us and getting all of the facts. Boaz got all the facts concerning Ruth. Second thing he did, he, he reminded himself and her of the faithfulness concerning God. I want you to see this in verse 12. The Lord repay you for what you have done. A full reward be given to you by the Lord, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. Three things he says about God. God will repay you. You know, every now and then we wonder if anybody takes notice of what we do. Yes, God takes notice. The Bible says in Hebrews 16 that God is not so unrighteous as to forget your labor, your energy exerted, your effort, how much you put into serving others and demonstrating his heart of compassion. God delights it when we take, when we catch his heart. Says the Lord will reward you. Not only will God pay you, but God will reward you. The Bible says in Hebrews eleven six, for without faith it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must first believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. God is a rewarder. 
And when you and I make the decision to believe what God says, do what God requires, trust and rest in his promises, we are acting on faith and God rewards our faith. Boaz, in providing a safe haven for Ruth, is standing on the principles of God's word as he understands it in Deuteronomy 24 verse 19. God is a rewarder. And then lastly, God is a refuge. He's a hiding place. He's shelter in the midst of the storm. He's bridge over troubled water. He's a, he's a banner. He's a high tower. He's a place where we can go and run to the rock to take cover in times of trouble. Let the choices that you make be guided by full investigation of the facts. The facts can be daunting. The facts can be overwhelming. The facts can be intimidating. Then let those facts be the impetus of how you pray because we serve a God who is faithful. God will repay you. God will reward you. And God is a refuge. Do you trust in your own ability? Or do you forget sometimes that the God we serve is still able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or even imagine? Are you a person of character? Are you godly in commitment? Are you guided in choice? To be a person of character, we must also be gracious in conduct gracious in conduct, gentle in conduct. I want to show you right here in the text. Ruth chapter 2 verse 13. Ruth speaks and she says, you have comforted me and spoken kindly to your service. You've been gentle to me. You've been gentle to me, not just in what you say, but in what you have done, not just in what you have done, but also in what you say. Boaz was gracious. Why do I say he was gracious? Ruth says, I have found favor in your eyes. The word favor is the Hebrew word hen, which comes from the verbal root hana, which means literally to bend down. Most of us are familiar with bowing down from a sense of, of worship, but this bending down is from a sense of service. Ruth says, in essence, to Boaz, you, a Lord, have bent down to me. Why did Boaz use a man of position, a man of prominence, a man of prestige, a man who was powerful? Why did he bend down to serve this woman, Ruth? Some people would say it's beneath me to do that. Some people would let it go to the head, but not Boaz. He bends to serve as Ruth sees it. 
Well, I've discovered people who've been on the receiving end of grace know how to offer grace. That grace never loses its amazingness. As the songwriter said, amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. It's that grace. You know, I'm convinced that people who have received grace know how to offer it, but I cannot overlook the fact that the one who extends grace to you and me never needed it because he never made a mistake. But hallelujah, he looked beyond our faults and saw our needs and recognized the potential and possibility we have if we would just be given another chance. You see, God specializes not in second chances, but in another chance. So you can blow a second chance just like you did the first chance. But he offers another chance because it's predicated on his grace. John 3, 17, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And we are saved because he's a God of another chance. He offers grace. Are you a person of character, godly in commitment, guided in choice, gracious in conduct? Well, if you're not, you can be. Because of the grace of God that is offered today through Christ Jesus, all you have to do is to come just as you are. Hear the Spirit's call saying, come all ye who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You can become a person of character as you come. It will never happen without Christ. If you have Christ, then you also need his church. Having Christ is how we receive his grace. Having his church is how that grace is manifested. All you have to do is just come as you are today. My prayer, beloved, is that you would surrender your life to Christ even now that he might make you over again brand new from the inside out. May God bless you.